This is Powered by Learning, a podcast designed for learning leaders to hear the latest approaches to creating learning experiences that engage learners and achieve improved performance for individuals and organizations. Powered by Learning is brought to you by DaVinci Interactive. For more than 25 years, DaVinci has provided custom learning solutions to government agencies, corporations, medical education and certification organizations, and educational content providers. We collaborate with our clients to bring order and clarity to content and technology. Learn more at DaVinci.com. Hello, and welcome to Powered by Learning. I'm your host, Susan Cord, and today I'm joined by DaVinci Client Strategy Manager, Jenny Kerwin, and our guest, Vaughn O'Leary, Interactive Learning Apps Program Manager at KPMG, who is joining us from his office in Melbourne, Australia. KPMG is a global network of professional firms providing audit, tax, and advisory services, with more than 200,000 employees working together in 146 countries and territories. Today, we're going to talk to Vaughn about KPMG's use of gamification to engage its workforce. Thanks for joining us, Vaughn. No problems. Thank you for having me, Susan. Welcome, Vaughn. Thank you so much for being here today. So, Vaughn, start off by telling us a little bit about your background and your role at KPMG. Yeah, no problems. Um, so, I've been at KPMG now for about uh, 10 years, starting in the tax division, but I've been in the global area now for coming up seven years, where we've been helping, basically helping our people deliver better client experiences. So, we're here today to talk a little bit about the KPMG Globe Runner Cup. And it has been recognized for success in employee engagement and uh, gamified education. Can you tell us how the KPMG team members engage with this digital learning campaign? Yeah, sure thing. Um, well, the Globe Runner Cup. So, well, going back, KPMG Globe Runner itself. So that's built into various onboarding um, exercises within our member firms as we get new employees in. And then we initially offered the tournament basically as an extra service to try and get try, to try and get the usage up. Because while you know we had people coming in on their first attempts at joining the firm, that would be their only interaction with the app as well. So this is just another way to try and get people to review and, and keep up to date with content too. So we delivered the tournament where we invite member firms from around the world who do have access to, to the application already to participate. And it's, so it's completely voluntary for a member firm to sign up. And then even once they've signed up, it's completely voluntary for anyone to participate in the, in the tournament as well. And so once we've got them signed up, the content that does go through our induction sessions, um, we have people practice that. So yeah, it has a two-way um, advantage where it gets our people to get to get used to the content and get to know this is the sort of content that we asked in the tournament and it also gets our usage up um, as well obviously too that's where we get our big numbers from and so once they've um, practiced a date is set by the member firm of when they'll run their tournament we run a 50 question tournament for that firm and it could be as short as over a 24 hour period or it could be up to a week as well depending on just how wide they want to keep it there once that tournament is run, we then find a top 10 from that particular member firm and that those top 10 will then go to our global round on a set date and then they will represent their country basically. Yeah, and that's another 50 questions then as well. The winning member firm from there takes home the official KPMG Globe Runner Cup and then we've got a couple of various other prizes we give away too. Oh, that's wonderful. On average, how many people participate with the uh, competition each year? We actually just finished this 
2021. From my numbers, I took it from the 1st of May to 30 June. We had just over 10,000 people log in to the app within that two-month period. Not all of them participate in the tournament. We do do find a drop-off. Only about a quarter goes through to the actual tournament itself. But even within the tournament this year too, we had 600,000 questions answered about the firm just within those um, two months as well. Wow. How has the Globe Runner Cup impacted your employees' knowledge, like the knowledge base of KPMG? As I was mentioning, it's a good opportunity to get existing staff in to review content. And a lot of the reason for that too is because we revise content every year. So we bring up you know, the hot topic. What are the hot topics for this year? And so then hopefully they can go in and then learn this information that they may not have seen previously. So we take that sort of strategic view to the content where we look at it each year and say, okay, what are our priorities as a firm? What do we want our people to know? And so we make sure that that sort of information goes in there. And so one example this year was ESG. Um, So we had a lot of ESG-related questions built into the tournament, and I moved them forward into the practice round so that if people only practice one or two locations, they would see this content early on. So then hopefully that would get that important information to them. We ran some numbers at the end too, and it's fairly consistent, but we see an improvement in awareness of our service offerings of about 24% from basically baseline knowledge to, um, to once they've repeated the content is how we calculate that. And there has to be some carryover from the people who have gained the knowledge to what they share with the other people who maybe didn't participate in the same way that they did. So I'm sure that those 24% probably could potentially even be higher as you get away from the tournament and you get some bragging rights about what you've earned. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And then actually put it into practice. Once they put the knowledge into practice, the measuring's not always going to be 100% perfect. And so it might be a bit of a, uh, I do know it, but it's, it's just there at the back of my mind. I can practice it, but I can't answer the question when I see it in front of me or something like that. So Right. But you might know where to look for it. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so you said uh, the Globe Runner Cup launched about eight years ago? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Can you share with us some of uh, the changes that you've seen and uh, enhancements that you've made to the experience to create that deeper level of engagement and networking that you've you've been able to generate? Yeah, no problems. From the actual application that we use for Globe Runner, that hasn't changed. Um, So we had no new tech basically built into it. Uh, And so we had to look at another way to try and engage people. So the first thing we did was add points for photos. Someone submitted a photo, you'd get bonus points towards your member firm. So it's a bit more of a, it wasn't such an individual focus. It's like you're working towards making your member firm the better one, not, not improving your your standing um, as an individual. Mm -hmm. And so basically we did that. We don't ask for rules about the photos. You know, we do say we want happy smiling ones, um, maybe some cultural significance or something like that um, in there as well. And so we try to leave the creativity side up to our people too, which is where we think it really, really comes in. If we set parameters, I think the photos would get in big, quite boring to be honest but we have a lot of photos that comes through so we've had some people get dressed up so in Mexico we had people get dressed up in um, traditional clothing and and take their photos with banners and stuff like that this year we had some photos from Uruguay a group photo with their flag um, and that's the thing we've had some people with their dogs with their dogs set up in front of the laptop playing Globrunner Um, Mm -hmm. we've had kids um, in, in front of it too and then we've also had our winning member firm this year it was South Africa again 
And what they did is they set up a selfie station. Um, and so they had a, a cutout of their chairman of their firm dressed up as if he's a member of Top Gun. Um, and so he had he had the glasses, he had the bomber jacket, and all the staff are basically posing around him um, in various in, in various poses. And so that really drove up the photo usage. I, we had over three hundred photos from that firm this year, um, and so that's obviously why they won because they got too excited there. Um, so yes, yeah, so, and that's so, so it's just allowing people to come with that creativity just really helped, and it had a bit of a bond. As well, so there, you know, there's group, there's some single photos, but there was a lot of group photos this year. Um, we found as well. well. You mentioned the word bond, and I think that's interesting because beyond the learning, you're also fostering a great work environment among all your different uh, organizations across the world. Exactly, exactly. And the um, the KPMG South Africa firm, for example, they also had an additional competition on the side between different business units, so as tax versus advisory versus audit. And so that really got those teams together going, you know, we're going to be the better, better business unit of, um, of this firm. You're so. also changing everyone's perceptions of what accountants do during the day, Vaughn. <laughs> so. yeah, exactly, exactly. Even, You're even having a photos, lot of fun. Even some of the photos <laughs> coming through, you go, oh, that's really clever. I wish I, uh, I needed to get some of them together for you. But um, with the Top Gun ones in particular, so they did a lot of Photoshopping too. So they've got the CEO and he's dressed up as well. Um, and they've got the plane in the background, and it's like he's walking away from it in the in the sunset, and um, and all this sort of stuff. And so, yes, yeah, there's some really really clever stuff, and um, and even some videos that came through. We've had some of them preparing in Serbia, and there's this guy who was having nightmares about work, um, <laughs> nightmares about uh, he couldn't sleep and he's getting restless and he goes outside for a run to try and settle himself down and he gets chased by a dog and then he's in a boxing ring and he's getting, you know, he's getting beaten up basically and, he's, and then he's going into work, sitting down, getting ready for his globe runner tournament. Um, so, so it's just, it was, it was really clever and just really interesting what they do there. You're you're definitely making people love learning. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Now, can all of the participants see the other videos and pictures that are submitted? Ah, that's a very good question. We do try to do some of the some of the photos, the videos. I haven't figured out yet how to, how <laughs> how to, to share that, them. Yeah, to share them properly. Um, I do have a um, call next week with my wider global team where we're going to be sharing especially the video um, and and a couple of those photos as well just to show off because we're a member of global clients and markets um, and so they know some of their markets people and stuff who will appear in those photos so it's good to see them in, an, in a bit of slightly different light. Talking about your uh, participants and everyone who participates in the the challenge what part has feedback from those users played into updating the campaign, making changes to to the challenge year over year? Yeah. Um, so basically, we offer a survey at the end of the tournament and at the end of their orientation training as well about what they think um, about Globrunner. Are they feeling a bit more confident about the uh, content? And if someone approached them, you know, could they confidently say, if someone said, what does KPMG do? Could they confidently say, this is what we do? Or are they more confident connecting client challenges with how the firm can help, which is our ultimate goal with KPMG Globrunner? So we do get that feedback. One of our bigger pieces of feedback we've received early on was that we took a worldwide view. Our business language is English. And so we probably made the wrong assumption in that that's correct, um, despite what people say that that's a correct 
fact, but it, it's not. And so we did get asked whether we could basically translate some of our content into local languages. Mm. And so I'm now delivering the tournament in English, um, Spanish and Portuguese. Um, since we've started doing that, that feedback's gone, except the times when you say, that word's wrong. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but apart from that, um, that's that has actually increased our, our participation rates as well. And particularly in Latin America, we're basically having every country in South America participate. And then even almost all the countries in Central America participate as well. And that's come on since we've um, started translating the content. So that's something we're now offering there every year. We don't we don't even ask. It's just like, this is what we're going to do. If this is your country, uh-huh. especially, especially the Spanish-speaking ones, we're going to do that. And then if we can get some of our other ones out of France or someone wants something in French, then we'll, we'll look at doing it in French, Japanese, um, that sort of thing too. Fantastic. What other great strengths would you say that this type of learning experience has for your organization or and for the participants themselves? Yeah, um, so for the participants, so as we're mentioning, it was the team, the team sort of bond. I started to get into a bit of a uh, looking into the transmedia um, side of things where we have, you know, we've got our digital experiences and then you've got physical and then and whatever else um, you can bring together. And that's that's probably been more, more my ultimate goal is, is somehow coming up with one of those because we have digital and yeah, it's great. I, I shouldn't put it down. <laughs> I shouldn't put it down. I know everyone loves digital, um, but you know, um, but it, it's, I don't know, it doesn't really bring everyone together um, on its own. Um, and, and it doesn't create the atmosphere either, despite what anyone will ever say. And that's why we have, you know, with the photos, having those selfie stations, for example, like that's a real live example. It had everyone bubbling in the, um, in the office, waiting to get their photo taken. And we had the, and the Q8 firm, um, they turned around and said to me, you know, the previous two years, we've all been locked down at this point in time. So the, even though the tournament went well this year, was their first time in the office and the activator there she's like i just noticed this energy around the tournament that we haven't had in previous years yeah and so i feel that providing this sort of experience like having a bit of a digital and physical sort of aspect to it just creates something in different more creates an experience rather than just a learning side of things right and really looking for places that you can blend that in-person piece with what they're learning online and making those connections. I think also it just helps you feel more engaged and more part of the greater uh, organization. That That's true. That's true. And because when um, our people work, like basically we work by, by country. Um, and so you're not necessarily, and sometimes in your career, you may never see the wider global, the wider global picture. And so this is just another opportunity too. And we had 45 people from 45 countries log in this time, you know, so everyone's part of these countries. And we had one of our winners for the learning award was in Jamaica, another one in Papua New Guinea, our our biggest member firms, yeah, India, China, South Africa, and Uruguay uh, won won the actual member firm awards. Mm. Um, So we just got, you know, all these firms coming together and you've got the opportunity to go, oh, you know, we have offices in this country or, you know, this is what they do. And, and it just, just helps, like you're saying, make people feel part of the global firm, which is, which is a big key priority we do have too as a firm. When you've talked a little bit about some of the challenges you've mentioned, but w- what would you say are the greatest challenges that you have 
just trying to to keep the globe runner top of people's mind or what challenges you face year over you know each year trying to just get everyone involved you always have the naysayers Mm -hmm. um that this is a game (laughs) it sounds too fun um let's not do it um and then um but then if they see the bigger benefits of you know the reason we the, the serious reason we're doing this is to um, help our people deliver better client experiences and and possibly deliver more work for the firm. And when they look at it from that sort of aspect, then they're more likely to get involved. Well, it's a, it's a wonderful way to bring some excitement to learning that information through the gamification. And sometimes gamification is not going to be for everyone, but there are different elements that people can find, like you said, the benefits on the other side of it. And People do really learn through games and different challenges and tapping into our competitive nature um, and just having some fun with how we learn. So if you were to give someone, now you've had a vast experience with this, you've been working with this program for so many years, what tips would you share with a colleague who is setting out to create an engaging digital and partially physical learning campaign like the KPMG Runner? Yeah. Um, so probably the first thing would be to look at um, your organization culture to start with. So as you mentioned, the competitive side. So our people are very competitive, whether it's in this, whether it's in other parts of their job. So the Globe Runner Cup itself basically plays on those behaviors. It works for us in that aspect, but may not work in other um, organizations that don't have that sort of competitive nature or people are too, not standoffish, but a little bit, they might be a bit shy to have their name on a leaderboard mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that too. So that's probably where another solution may need to be thought about. Tapping into that target audience and your target learner and t- tapping into the things that you know about them, like that competitive nature of your your folks. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Vaughn, I I have to say the one thing that I I wish our listeners could see is the joy in your face when you're talking about this. Uh, Did you ever think it would take off as it has and and be so successful? And and, and what do you think has been the greatest thing to come out of it? Yeah, well, no, I did not. (laughs) I did not, basically. Um, Because it did start really small. And our first year, um, we, we did run a tournament within the Australian firm once. And it was just different states against each other. The next year we went global and we only had 10 countries. The next year we still only had about 10 um, sort of things. So it, it moved very slowly. But what's come out of it since though, even though we run the global tournament, it feels like it's now an ongoing activity because timelines don't always match up around the world, um, for example. And so we had, I mentioned the the KPMG Islands group. And so they're Caracom Islands which are in um, Jamaica, Barbados and, and that. They got together and they did their own tournament just afterwards. And they got another 100,000 questions just in that little group of islands, which is amazing. The US firm have got their interns going through at the moment. And so they're, so, so they're using it, not for the tournament side, but they're using it from that aspect. Canada firm want their own tournament in um January. And then we've got the Nordics having their own Nordic Cup in September, I think. Um, and, and so that's, so it's kind of sprouted like little mini tournaments and, and the usage that people say, oh, no, we can't participate then, but we're going to do it, which is also useful in that I can set it up for the global one and I can just, you know, rehash everything. Um, so if you went in the global one, well, this is the tournament we had for our member firm. You can have that as a first round. This is a tournament we had for the grand final. 
that's our second round. And um, we can change our achievement badges or whatever over if, if you want to use those. We can add in the fun elements if you want or not. That's probably where where it's gone a bit. Um, and it's also been a base load for us to create other projects within the firm too. And so, for example, we've just released a sustainability um, application, which is all about um, encouraging and inspiring personal action towards the SDGs. Uh, and, that, and that's been in pilot stage for the last couple of months and we've launched it and we're, um, we've had quite a few thousand people through um, already in committing to um, personal actions around the um, planet, people and the prosperity pillars and taking that and taking that wider now, but basically taking our learnings from KPMG Globe Runner and the tournament um, and then applying it to, to that sort of aspect. Fascinating. Well, I'm sure everyone at KPMG thanks you for making learning fun and helping the organization grow. And, and thank you, Vaughn, for inspiring our listeners to think about what they can do with gamification uh, and their learning programs. No problem. No, thank you for inviting me along. Thank you so much. Jenny, that was a fun and inspirational talk with Vaughn. KPMG is certainly getting the most out of their training with the addition of gamification. Yes, they absolutely are. And uh, my takeaways include looking at how that engagement can not only live within a digital experience, but also outside of the digital experience with the way that they encourage people to get together and submit pictures or the different challenges that they might submit to one another to create that competition with people that they wouldn't normally come into contact with. Yeah, especially since they uh, work across so many different countries. Gamification was really a great way of just sort of building team and and friendships uh, throughout the many countries. And, And in particular, coming out of COVID, when everyone has felt a little isolated, this sounds like a great way of just kind of, uh, you know, getting some camaraderie going. Yes. And I think that there's a great lesson to be learned there to say, you know, and I know a lot of times as we set out to create uh, a digital learning experience, it is kind of an independent experience. Um, and that is how one individual in- engages with that content. But when we think about making it more of a community learning experience by adding in things like competition or different fun awards and just mm-hmm. visibility of what one another are doing that really opens it up and makes it more of a social learning experience rather than just uh, an independent. For sure. Now, when you have clients contacting DaVinci who are maybe considering integrating gamification into their learning, what do you advise them? Um, I think, you know, one thing that we can even hearken back to um, from what Vaughn was talking about was listening to their learners, really like looking for feedback and seeing how those learners react to different types of engagement knowing that audience, get to know that audience and what really we can tap into that will motivate them. There are definitely groups of learners that are less motivated by competition and it depends on the content as well. I think when you look at integrating gamification into online learning or even into in-person learning experiences, the first place that you absolutely have to start is you know, what are your overall goals for that gamification? Why are we seeking a gamified solution? Is it because we want to raise the level of entertainment to make it more memorable? Or is it because we're trying to increase 
people's participation and we're tapping into their competition or their level of fun so that we can motivate that learning in a different way. Another aspect that you might want to consider is when we create a gamified experience, where does that gamified experience live? So we often talk about it living within an e-learning module or if it needs to be expanded into their learning management system. Our learning management system, EcoLearn, provides the ability for us to have badges and different progression that's showing, leaderboards. Um, And sometimes that is the absolute right answer for our learners to keep them motivated and keep them coming back to uh, experience the different learning that's available. Some good thought starters and, and good advice for people if they're considering integrating gamification, things to ask their internal teams or their vendors before they get started. Thanks, Jenny. Thank you, Susan. And special thanks to Vaughn O'Leary, Interactive Learning Apps Program Manager at KPMG for joining us today. If you have any questions about what we talked about, or if you'd like to be a guest on Powered by Learning, please reach out through our website, davinci.com, or email us at poweredbylearning at davinci.com. Powered by Learning is brought to you by DaVinci Interactive. For more than 25 years, DaVinci has provided custom learning solutions to government agencies, corporations, medical education and certification organizations, and educational content providers. We collaborate with our clients to bring order and clarity to content and technology. Learn more at davinci.com.